0: Hey, Thorn Dogs!
1: Oh, God. Hey, I'm Carol.
0: And I'm Jess.
1: And this is Me So Thorny, a podcast about The Bachelor in New Zealand. So, Jess, uh, first episodes are done. Uh, what, what did you think?
0: First two episodes are done.
1: First, both of them are done.
0: Oh, they took such a long time. We, we binge-watched them together. And we binge-drank while we binge-watched them in true Kiwi style. Do Actually, we- Carol...
1: Yeah? Oh, that's not a bad idea.
0: Yeah. Hold on. Hold
1: Would you like to know what I thought of the show?
0: What did you think of the show?
1: Oh, God, that took a long time.
0: <laughs> Should we just get right into it? Let's get- we took some pretty extensive notes, so in this episode we're going to be recapping episodes one and two of The Bachelor.
1: Uh, because we did not watch episode one on the day.
0: We didn't. That We had to inflict both of those things upon ourselves tonight. It was... Self-flagellation
1: Lesson learnt Don't watch two episodes Of The Bachelor back to back
0: Don't do that Because you'll have no life Speaking
1: of no life What do you think Of the contestants?
0: I think what I'd like To talk about first of all Is the opening shot That opening scene Of the first episode Where we zoom in On the mansion Which is actually A really attractive Looking house
1: It is a beautiful house It's beautiful
0: That pull out the front And then Then though There are all the candles At the front That are clearly staged and very much an occupational health and safety hazard.
1: You do not believe that the owners of the house have 11,000 candles that they keep out?
0: Probably not.
1: Huh. Fair enough.
0: But, but I I, I mean, the the lawyer in, in my brain kicked in and said, I, are those people on the show, are they aware that, that this is a health and safety risk? Because we've we've just had new act passed, and there's some serious shit in that, and they could be liable for a lot of stuff. If any of the bachelorettes example set themselves on fire while they're walking up to talk to zach
1: oh my god that one girl would not like having <gasps> me set on fire that is her biggest elena
0: her biggest fear was was people dying in a, in a in a fire her closest friends and family burning to death in a fire do you think do you
1: is it just closest friends and family or contestants
0: i don't think she gives a shit about anyone else to be honest mm. why don't we talk about zach because this is the first time we saw him into our disappointment he wasn't kayaking shirtless. We hoped that he would be, but he wasn't.
1: He surfed shirtless?
0: He did. We got a really, like, slow-mo shot of him coming out of the water with his chiseled... Slightly hairy chest. Slightly... Were you... I didn't even notice that. I was too busy looking at his biceps.
1: Uh, me that It was on Twitter.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Mm. Mm, a little bit... A little bit gay there. Not really. So my notes on this are no shirtless kayaking, and then... Zach, this is the first time we've met him and he talks about how, because of his professional sports background, he's been quite selfish in relationships before. Hasn't really had time to give to his girlfriends.
1: Now I'm no expert in relationships, Uh, maybe leave me some insight as a woman. Is being selfish, as your first introductory point, a positive or a negative?
0: Look, what he's saying was that he's been selfish in the past, but now he has carved time out of his busy life of... Surf life saving to come on the show to meet someone so I think he's trying to give a clear indication to all of these women that he is ready to commit and he is no longer selfish he's 28 at some point you start to realise that you're getting old that's probably where Zach is in his life and he thinks I've not met someone special yet
1: god I'm 31 and I, I still haven't realize it's not ok to be selfish
0: ouch
1: speaking of Zach can I mention something
0: Uh, yeah, sure.
1: He has no irises. If you were to ask me what colour are his eyes...
0: you would say black black. like the pits of hell.
1: Black like the pits of hell. Black like the bottom of the ocean, which he has experienced and saved people from.
0: Zach uh, has a Terry exchange with his mother. I I don't get this. I don't understand why. I mean, do they get them all really drunk before they do these segments? Because his mum was crying for no apparent reason. Would your mum cry if she talked... Actually, she probably would cry if she talked about you never finding love.
1: My mum would cry if I went on The Bachelor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you were The Bachelor, would your mum cry?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, my next note is that the show is going to make its market advertising very clear, so we have a nice zoom-in on the Hallensteins logo. Mm. I think we can infer from this that Zach is dressed by Hallensteins.
1: I did a little bit of research into this, actually. Did you? Would you like to know how much Zach's suit cost?
0: Tell me the most that, that that Zach's suit could have cost.
1: $299 as a bundle.
0: What does a bundle mean?
1: Uh, the site doesn't specify. I assume they put it into a burlap sack and throw it at you because you just bought your suit for
0: $299. Is it one of those new stretch suits that Hallenstein's do?
1: The stretchiest.
0: The stretchiest that you well, never have to iron?
1: Well, actually, the $299 is merino. If Zach went for the stretchy option, it was 149 bundle.
0: Do you think zach's cheap
1: well the producers are cheap but zach goes along with it
0: why do you think the producers are cheap
1: i think it's because they spent a lot of money whitening his teeth and those are big teeth that's a lot of whitening agent
0: <laughs>
1: speaking of cheap what did you think of the car the car that all the girls drove up on
0: well i was disappointed in the sense that they seemed to only be able to fit like two women in a car at a time and one of the I'm gonna, I just, I feel like I've got to compare this show to its better ver- It's like comparing, oh no, that's controversial. New Zealand to Australia. The New Zealand Bachelor, say, against the American Bachelor, doesn't match up in terms of scale. So in the American Bachelor, the, the girls all turn up in these big limos, and one of the fun parts about the first episode is getting to see the interactions that go on in the limo, and that helps when you have, say, like, four to six women in one car and this i felt like they were just rolling them out two at a time like the animals came in two by two hurrah hurrah some sort of noah's art concept
1: i would say it's not possible to fit four to six people into a suzuki ignis let alone four to six women and a cameraman and a driver
0: i don't know anything about cars but i will take your word on that
1: the suzuki ignis is the car that they drove up on would you like to know how much that costs
0: I would love to know how much that costs, Carol.
1: $18,990 plus on-roads, and I'm sure there's a very nice finance package <laughs> which the producers must have used because they had no money after they widened Zach's teeth.
0: Let's talk about the snapshots that we get of a couple of women at the beginning. It's always difficult to tell what we're going to make of these women or what the producers want us to think of these women because sometimes it feels like they're trying to do a bait and switch on you. Like, they focus on a couple of women at the start, but... Maybe those women don't go anywhere. It's not clear. Should we talk about the ones that we did get to see?
1: The one that stood out in my mind was uh, Lily, who said she was 17, only to be revealed that she's actually 20, much to my relief.
0: I hope she's not 17. That would be an 11-year age gap. It's a little bit creepy, even for the bachelor.
1: Well, that's one year past the age of consent, so that's disgusting. Uh, She is a snowboard instructor who also skateboards, so she's pretty radical. To the extreme.
0: Isn't that how she described herself?
1: I actually have no idea how she described herself. There wasn't that much personality shining through.
0: Ouch. Well, I quite liked Belle. She's the one who liked to bake. We got to see her with her cats. There was maybe some sort of crazy cat lady set up, but we also got to see her baking. And when she was baking, she used an ingredient that I don't think I've ever used in my life when I was baking. Cats. Meow. Meow. No, the ingredient was fucking Olivani who the hell uses Olivani when they bake she was doling that shit out like she was in some sort of like Orange is the New Black movie slapping stuff down onto a prison food tray slap 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 have you ever baked with Olivani
1: I would have answered that question no even before you said with Olivani Um, so are you saying that her cake would have been just like the prison toilet wine of cakes
0: Nina I have a soft spot for Nina, and the only reason for that is because she is my sweepstake pick in the bachelorette competition. We're ha- the sorry the bachelor competition we're having at work. I drew her name today, therefore I have to like her. Unfortunately, Nina's comment about herself was that her last two boyfriends have left her to go to Melbourne, and she doesn't understand why that is. I think the reason is because she is not Melbourne.
1: I believe her exact quote was. Uh what has melbourne got that i don't melbourne melbourne it has infrastructure it has
0: great trams
1: it has buildings nina has organs
0: apparently organs weren't enough for her previous two boyfriends
1: they wanted infrastructure and transport
0: is nina the one who talked about people being real humans together as opposed to gorillas
1: yep because we're all just evolved gorillas and then she pleaded with the cameraman to cut that but that bastard kept that in.
0: That's so cruel. After that, we got straight to the chase. Vivani. Viani. 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 V- we v- got v- to the woman arriving, and what, what were the cars? Suzuki
1: Ignis. 18,990 plus on roads.
0: Okay, now unfortunately, we're going to have to run through each and every one of these encounters, although, fortunately. The producers chose to skip some of the ones that they maybe didn't deem good enough for us to see.
1: I actually have a theory about that, but I will expand on that later.
0: Okay, can you? Well, first of all, why don't we talk about Vianney? She She was first out of the limo.
1: Mm -hmm. She looked like a Mexican wrestler with that uh, dress of hers.
0: Would you care to elaborate on that?
1: Have you ever seen Mexican wrestling? I haven't. It's colourful, it's covered in sequins, it's shiny, it's... It's glorious, really.
0: What do they do with the sequins? Don't the sequins get all up in that stuff when they wrestle? Isn't wrestling quite an aggressive physical contact sport?
1: Especially Mexican wrestling. It's a whole other game there.
0: <laughs> Those are the only notes I have. It says Viani an awkward chat.
1: Mine says, looks like a luchador. <laughs>
0: Okay, why don't we just go to Katie then? Because she was up next. Katie's the early childhood education teacher. No, Katie's the one who forgets Zach's name. Do you remember that? She gets out of the limo, she forgets his name. She's the one in the the black dress with the sort of crop right. top. And she gets out of the limo and is so flustered and overwhelmed by the fact that she's in this situation that she doesn't take in Zach's name. And spends the rest of the night talking about how awkward it was that she didn't remember it. I don't think she made much of an impression on you. She didn't
1: make much of an impression on me because I'm still trying to remember who she was. I do remember Nina. She made him a ticket
0: a film ticket.
1: A film ticket so. So. She... What was it? So he can sweep her
0: away? Sweep Steal her away. Her away? Swe- I think it was sweep her away. Maybe she thinks Zach is a giant broom.
1: <laughs> and she's the rubbish.
0: She's the trash.
1: <laughs> Take out the trash.
0: I also have a note here, which is based on something you said while we were watching it, which is, it sounds like someone is strangling her all the time.
1: Or that she forgot her asthma inhaler. I don't want to judge.
0: After Nina came Jess, Um, if you remember her from our first the, podcast. Uh, she was the Barbie. The, Barbie the one who Jordan wanted to Solator, be a Barbie.
1: That's right. She made him tea, I think. Did she yes. make him tea? Novel she, tea? Well, she, Yorkshire novelty.
0: tea. Yorkshire tea. So she brought out the cup of tea with her from the limo. And she gave it to Zach and then asked him if he knew where Manchester was. And Zach clearly does not know where the fuck Manchester is because he looked very puzzled. I, then,
1: I wouldn't know either.
0: And then nodded vaguely, neither would I. But he said that he really liked her sense of humour because it was right up his alley. Then he said, novelty, ha ha. And he chuckled. He
1: seemed incredibly amused by that. I don't think I've chuckled that long in my life.
0: Molly came out next and she... She she is the early childhood education teacher. She okay. was the one who also runs pub quizzes.
1: That's right. And we she had demonstrated s- that by demonstrating a whale fact.
0: Well, what she tried to do was demonstrate a whale fact. That didn't happen because Molly couldn't remember a single thing about whales. Well, off
1: the top of your head, whale fact, go.
0: Uh, the male whale's penis is called a dork. So if you okay. call someone a dork, what you were calling someone... ...is a whale dick.
1: That's right. In Moby Dick, there is a passage, I believe, that describes how to make an apron out of the skin of a whale penis.
0: Well, there we have it.
1: Uh, Would you like to know another whale penis fact? Yes. No, let's not.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, what we've got from this conversation is that both you and I know more about whales than Molly does despite being a quiz master
1: she also asked him if he flossed so Molly also noticed the incredible whitening job that they did on his thing
0: maybe she didn't, maybe she saw some brown spots in between his teeth and she was like Zach I'm so blinded by your teeth but there are these weird brown splodges in between them so I need to know if you floss or not because I cannot be with a man who does not floss his teeth at least every day
1: or maybe he had spinach in his teeth
0: maybe he did, maybe they missed that Okay, Charlotte. She came in. Oh, this was so bad. She was the one who walked up to him three times because she couldn't do it right and wanted to rewind. This is so I have mild OCD about some things, and I can imagine that if I went on a show like this, not that I would, because I'm obviously really happy and in love with you. But oh, thanks, honey. Say that things didn't work out for whatever reason, and I went on The Bachelor in New Zealand. I would maybe be like this, where I'd walk to, walk up to him the first time and be like, "Oh no, I fucked that one up. Gotta try it again." tried it again still fucked that one up tried it the third time that was okay
1: now if you had done that after you got it right the third time would you then talk about your twerking skills
0: no i I probably wouldn't do that i'd probably know like when i'd done enough the other thing she asked him was after he told her he was a surf lifesaver she said do you know how to surf Now, this is something
1: that bothered me, because a lot of them asked him if he knows how to surf. But surf lifesaving and surfing are different sports.
0: I I didn't even realize that both of those were sports.
1: They are, but in terms of other comparisons, that's like saying, Hey, you like fishing? Show me your aquarium.
0: (laughs) Okay, up next we had Lily, and she is the badass girl who doesn't give a fuck.
1: She she don't give a fuck. She's a stone-cold killer who doesn't give a fuck.
0: No, Carol, she's not. That's how you have taken to describing yourself this week.
1: I am a stone-cold
0: killer. You're indeed. not a stone... What have you ever killed, other than my sense of humour?
1: Uh, your sense of hope. Your sense of dreams. And your sense of smell.
0: <laughs> There's quite a cute little thing between Lily and Zach... So Zach has this thing where I think he's been told that he's not allowed to comment on the multiple sets of cleavage that are being presented to him. Mm. Or anything about how the women look, other than the fact that their hair is great. So we keep getting these repetitive comments about how these women's hair is awesome. So when uh, Zach says that to Lily, which I think is about the second or third time he said it Mm -hmm. to the contestants thus far, Lily responds with, thanks, I grew it myself.
1: That is... That i really do like that line
0: i felt like that was the least awkward of the uh introductions that we've had so far
1: now that's actually kind of interesting that you think that's what zach was told to do because i thought that's something he was told not to do because i thought he had a hair fetish i think
0: <laughs> I,
1: just... I just genuinely think he has a hair fetish and i wouldn't be surprised that somewhere further down the line there will be a sneaky shot of him sniffing someone's hair
0: oh we're gonna watch out for that the other thing we thought we would do is to do, like, a smooch camera, which n- is based on something that Carol said in our first podcast three times, I think, where you used the word smooch them. What what did you say? Give him the smooches. Give him the smooches. So what we thought we might do is do a smooch cam where we record the number and intensity of the smooches that Zach gives. Tonight, I don't think there were any smooches, Zero smooches,
1: zero intensity. Oh. Step it up.
0: I don't have any notes for Belle. Do you have anything for Belle?
1: I do have something for Belle. Um, she tried to pull some David Blaine shit on him.
0: David she- Bain or Blaine? There was, there was. Are you talking about the notorious potential potential killer, David Bain? With there was sweaters? no
1: sweaters and no killing. Oh, you mean the a, a deck of cards?
0: Right. This is where you got your card deck out and tried to show me how she did the trick, and I didn't really care.
1: She did the trick horribly i saw right through that oh did it you? was a false cut
0: why don't you enlighten our readers as readers listeners as to how it was done
1: there's not much to it
0: <laughs> really oh monique so monique's out next so she gets out there and she says to zach
1: she has two different colored eyes does she that's what she said that was her interesting fact about herself oh i believe that's called diheterochromia
0: and apparently, you have two different coloured eyes. Which I don't I... have.
1: It, it just means that your eyes can be different colours, I believe. And mine change further down.
0: I think that's a crock of crap because I've never seen your eyes change colour.
1: You've never looked into my eyes.
0: It's true. I try, and look, I try and look elsewhere.
1: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I, I actually, at this point, did you notice the Deathly music? The echoes where they flashed back to every single person who's been introduced so far and echoed everything they said as though they are dead. It looked like a memorial video.
0: Is that when they did it? That's right. Why did they do it there?
1: I assume because Zach killed them. Did you see the house? Did you see how there was no houses around that house? They were in the middle of nowhere and I believe Zach was going to kill all those people and harvest them for their hair.
0: I... uh I, I didn't really notice that. What I did notice was Monique dissing Zach's mum.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Do you remember that? She, well,
1: he was asked for an interesting fact about himself.
0: And he says that he's half Australian because his mum is Australian. And that Monique, wouldn't have
1: been interesting if you was full Australian.
0: It's true. And Monique says, is that really that interesting? And, and then would. Zach says, my mum's pretty interesting. Or something mm. along those lines.
1: There was some witty repertoire. <laughs>
0: repartee
1: yeah, I'll say it how I want to say I
0: don't it. think that's the right word girl Rosie Rosie's up next oh Rosie she's the Snow White with a bird on her finger girl in that's the red dress right. um,
1: she sounded like a stalker to me why? she asked him a series of very in-depth questions like what do you do where do you live what did you eat for dinner yesterday what's your shoe size
0: I don't think she asked him what the shoe size was. Maybe she was trying to assess the length of his member. Wouldn't you... This is maybe a question for our female listeners. Is that something that would bother you? Would you want to know that? Not in the
1: driveway. I I don't think I'd want to... Maybe we'd go and... What
0: if you go through this whole show and you've sort of invested in the Bachelor New Zealand and you've committed... Given up things, you've sacrificed things, you've committed your time to do it... And then what if you get to the fantasy suites and you are like, horrendously disappointed?
1: Do you think the producers screen the bachelor candidates to circumvent that problem?
0: Or circumcise that problem. Oh, <laughs> gross.
1: <laughs> Ugh.
0: It's something to think about. We cannot oh. ignore, you can't ignore on this show, the fact that people are not just here to find love, they're also here to find someone that they're physically attracted to.
1: They're trying to get to Bonetown.
0: That's exactly what they're trying to do. And they get to Bonetown before they go further. That's what, the, that's what the fantasy suite dates are about.
1: I did not know this was even a thing. We
0: get to, when we get down to the final three, they each get given an invitation to join the bachelor or the bachelorette in a fantasy suite, which basically means they get to spend the night together.
1: Gross. That is literally, he just gives them a ticket to Bonetown.
0: Pretty much. Ooh, and then you have all the weird... All aboard the
1: Zach train to Bonetown. Mm-hmm. Toot toot, next stop.
0: And then you have weird noises that the producers focus in on. And the next morning you get to literally see the morning after.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Oh. You should have warned me about this before we started this. We should <laughs> have done this about The Amazing Race.
0: <laughs> you sound so disgusted. You sound like people have never had sex in the history of anything.
1: No, I'm just imagining Zack... <laughs> Doing this
0: with his teeth,
1: <laughs> with his what he does it with his teeth. Is that what the fantasy is?
0: Okay, I th- we're moving on now. We're, we're gonna talk about Elena. Elena's the one who raps,
1: is <laughs> the one who raps, and she is Thai, I she's believe. She's Thai,
0: I don't know why. I thought she was Belgian,
1: and she said she's gonna rap like the Fresh Prince. But I don't think that was very close to the Fresh Prince However it was very hard to tell Because I was cringing so hard I was making noises so just so I don't have to listen to that
0: You were you were cringing really really hard at that point
1: Uh, There's just no need to rap at him in the driveway Did you know we missed out Claudia?
0: Oh god she was such a non-event that I didn't even take a note about her
1: Claudia played the game of two truths one lie We have to tell two truths about yourself and one lie. And the bachelor had to guess which one was the truth and which one was the lie. Yeah, and
0: Cordia was apparently a lying bitch. Because in her first interview, she said that she'd been to every continent except Antarctica, which we thought was really impressive. As it turns out, she's been to every continent except Antarctica and Africa.
1: But did you notice that when she was playing this game, she had flashcards? She She did.
0: She had to bring out the flashcards.
1: She needed to remember herself through flashcards.
0: The other thing that she did was to impersonate Moaning Myrtle from the Harry Potter books.
1: Now, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, so was that an accurate impression?
0: It was pretty accurate. I mean, I've taken most of my Harry Potter knowledge from the Stephen Fry readings of them in the audiobooks. Mm-hmm. I think Stephen Fry does a better job than Claudia did.
1: Stephen Fry would do an amazing job at anything. Of
0: course he would.
1: Now, is Moaning Myrtle a very big character worth impersonating?
0: She lives in a toilet.
1: Oh. Does She's Claudia a, live in a toilet?
0: I guess we're going to find out. Maybe when she takes Zach to her hometown dates, it will be to her toilet.
1: Welcome to the Topor Superloo. I live here now.
0: Please pay $1 to enter.
1: <laughs> oh. Is that, is that her fantasy suite?
0: <laughs> her fantasy on suite?
1: Oh. oh.
0: <laughs> Ugh. Okay, Hannah. I don't, I, to be honest, I don't even remember who Hannah was. Do you have notes about Hannah?
1: it says huffy puffy most beat man not be next much
0: i think we might just leave hannah and move on to can we talk about the white rose now the we can big, talk about
1: the white rose the, hanging, the, the looming specter of the, spectre white, of the rose. white rose what are your thoughts on that <laughs> well just in case no one saw it uh so the White rose uh, you
0: could not not see it he was holding it in front of he was holding it like it was his erection for pretty much the entire episode.
1: His white erection. His
0: his white kayaking erection. His awe. Who shall he
1: gift it upon?
0: Well, that was the question. Also, what does it mean if Zack gives you his giant white erection?
1: If Zack if <laughs> lays his white rose in your open hands, it gives you immunity for the day. And... It allows you to have one private date with him.
0: What? We didn't find that out this episode.
1: We didn't. You're right. I skipped forward.
0: You did. You can't do that. That's like a spoiler alert. Hashtag.
1: Okay, we, we can cut that out.
0: No, we're not going to cut that out. Sorry, that's what the White Rose means. Jesus, now Carol's ruined it for everyone.
1: Aw, oh, sorry anyone who didn't watch that the show on Sunday or Monday. Well,
0: what he ruined was the fact that there was all this speculation about what it means, because... White rose is not normally, you know, something that we see. and what
1: That's right. Dominic said, not all roses are created equal.
0: Exactly. And then we said, hashtag white rose, white privilege.
1: It is white privilege, though.
0: Of course it's white privilege. This whole show is white privilege.
1: Did you notice that after the introductions were done, Zach just stood in a driveway for a very long time looking at the concrete?
0: He did. He looked quite lonely and sad.
1: He looked very sad. I think he was just standing there thinking what he got himself into.
0: He was. I I think he was. So... At this point, like, this is where we merge into the second episode. So, they've all met Zack. And this is where Taylor starts to set herself up as a sort of a slight villain character. Because she sees people talking. I think she sees... Well, the note I had is that she says, "'I I can see Zack as a future husband.'"
1: The, what I noticed was that she kept threatening to interrupt all the dates
0: Yes, she did want to interrupt all the dates She's quite intense, quite early on When she does get to talk to him eventually This is after he gives Viani the white rose We all now know that Viani got the white rose So Vianney's safe And apparently what does she get to do, go on a date with him?
1: She gets to go on a private date and immunity for the date
0: Yeah, well, that's great When Taylor does get to talk to Zach The conversation falls quite flat Because they talk about being locked in a room with bees
1: i did not even understand how that could possibly come about the situation and the conversation
0: it was quite bizarre i mean at least like he wasn't with elena and if he was like what's your worst fear she'd be like being locked in a room while my closest family members scream as they are burning to death
1: along with my prized possessions
0: (laughs) along with my prized possessions (laughs) my poor
1: prized possessions (laughs)
0: Look at them burn.
1: Ah, I still haven't paid off the couch.
0: <laughs> they are ashes now. <laughs>
1: ah, why didn't I get content insurance?
0: This is the point at which Molly gets some one on one time with the camera. And Molly says some really awkward things about herself. She talks about the fact that she's been a perpetual singleton and
1: Singleton or Simpleton?
0: Oh, Carol. I don't know if simpleton is a politically correct word to use anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yep. You can't laugh at that. Molly says, The last time that she wasn't single was before she was born. Which creates a somewhat awkward proposition that the last time that Molly wasn't single was when she was in her mother's womb.
1: But that also implies that it's some point, prior to the birth, she wasn't single.
0: Maybe she ate her twin.
1: Who she dated?
0: In the womb. Molly also, I've got a note here, this is Tinder.
1: But she goes on The Bachelor.
0: She goes on The Bachelor. And Carol and I actually met on Tinder. So we're quite fond of it. Well, I'm quite fond of it. I don't know about you. Uh, Take it or leave it. (laughs) You're a dick. Do you believe in love at first sight? Because Molly doesn't. Oh, is this just going to be an awkward silence where you're like, no, I don't believe in love at first sight?
1: <laughs> I thought that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> I believe in swipe right at first sight.
0: Okay. <laughs> Have you put, did you not take any notes from this point on? Is this all on me now?
1: I was live tweeting.
0: Oh, you were live tweeting. That's true. So I took over for the notes. At this point of the show, We've had a couple of Zach one-on-one conversations with people, and now they all start to zone in on him like he's an animal.
1: I think he said a gazelle, and they were all lions.
0: Lionesses.
1: Uh,
0: That's uh, what he should have said. Yeah,
1: that's what he should have said. I didn't understand the analogy of him being the flighty gazelle about to be eaten by a bunch of lions.
0: Well, it should have been lionesses. That's how he felt, though. He said he felt like he was being preyed on. Like they were predators, and they were all cutting in on each other trying to eat him alive
1: fair enough well Zach is a surf lifesaver not a biologist so we give him a bit of slack on that
0: we cut Zach some slack (laughs) this is the point where we have this little thing that he's like I I just wanted to get out of here because it's so intense and it's so much and I've come onto this show with 19 women who all want to date me but now the reality of that is hitting me in the face and suddenly it might be a little bit hard what do you think you would do if 19 women were trying to date you and they all wanted to talk to you at the same time
1: I would have trouble with one plus woman trying to talk to me.
0: I think Zach is not someone who t- really took control of the situation. It felt like he was being maneuvered or moved by the woman.
1: I felt that Dominic Bowden had more control of the dating situation than Zach.
0: I feel like Dominic's Bowden, but Dominic Bowden's hair had more control of the dating situation than Zach. He has good hair.
1: He does have good hair. Dominic Bowden reminded me of an older brother looking after his younger brother who got drunk for the first time
0: yeah especially when zach says that he's drowning which i thought was quite a poignant metaphor for someone who is a surf lifesaver
1: do you think he did that on purpose
0: i don't know maybe he's quite a poet he goes from drowning to then suddenly having this personality shift where he he says he's going to take control and he does take control of the situation that's when jess has come in and she wants to talk to zach she says can she interrupt him and he says no in five minutes i will come and find you He did take a stand, and he does come and find her, and the girls think that that's really lovely. They say, "Zach is a man of his word."
1: He claimed that that was a gentlemanly thing to do. I thought that was just the decent thing to do.
0: I think on a show where you're expected to talk to a woman, it was probably just the thing that you have to do. Jess is the one who was the Barbie, remember? She wanted to be the Barbie. She has the pageant background. She has this um, interaction with a camera where she says that she gets confidence from how she looks in front of a camera.
1: So what is she like outside
0: of the camera? I think we're probably going to find out. On camera. Oh, so now we have this fraught interaction between Monique and uh, Rosie, who's the one who's the Snow White.
1: That's right. You weren't there for it, but when she specifically said people think i look like snow white she was ice skating that was her cutaway she was ice skating and if she wanted to fight that little image and that she should not be ice skating she i should... don't
0: think she wants to fight it i think that's how she wants to be known she wants to be known as the the woman who looks like snow white
1: okay fair enough i'll give her that
0: she also sat in this really awkward conversation with like monique on Where one they... side and the bachelor zach on the other
1: they literally talked over her
0: yeah and she just sat there in this really sort of passive way because she doesn't like to be loud or interrupt anyone
1: like snow white
0: like snow white really demure i mean that's how snow white found herself in that shitty situation with the dwarves there weren't any dwarves on the show though i kept waiting for the dwarves to come out and i was really disappointed when nothing happened
1: is that a politically correct term dwarves i thought it was little people
0: no, I don't think I don't think that's politically correct.
1: Or did I just go the wrong way? I
0: don't know, Carol. We should probably look this up. Okay. At this point, Monique shart... Monique... Monique doesn't shart. <laughs> Monique. <laughs> Monique sharts.
1: <laughs> it was disgusting. The cutaway to Zach's face was...
0: It, it was loud. It was messy. It was I, everything you'd want a shart to be.
1: I don't know why they did not edit that. And what I never really realised before, sharting in a skirt is a... <laughs>
0: It fits in with my note, which is Monique starts shit-stirring. So she shouts, and then she starts to stir that shit around. (laughs) This is where we have the interaction between Monique and Rosie, and it's all Rosie's like, oh, that, that bitch better not.
1: I remember the interaction being one of them saying, that was the most awkward thing ever, and then the other one says, no, it was hilarious. And then this just escalates and escalates until one of them says, no, actually, that was it. That's I, all they did.
0: I feel like I have a sense of confusion about this and the fact that we don't really remember that this well, despite the fact that um, we watched you know, this happen only a small amount of time ago, is because the New Zealand Bachelor producers seem to be intent on creating and manufacturing drama from the beginning. It's like they feel that there needs to be drama, there needs to be some sort of fight in the first episodes to hook viewers.
1: Yeah, I'd actually agree with that. And which partially the problem with that is that if you aren't invested in the characters themselves, all you're watching is just a bunch of Women you don't know
0: very well fighting and you could go and do that.
1: Yeah, every Friday night on Thursday night, Wednesday night in Hamilton.
0: I think that's the issue is I don't really feel invested in these women yet so if there's any drama it just feels a bit shallow I don't really care about it
1: I haven't found myself uh, backing someone that I want to win I don't have any feelings about any
0: of them no and I feel like the time in the show at the moment would be better spent on helping us get to know these women and and understand them more rather than trying to play up petty interactions to a point which is beyond what those interactions were
1: Having having said that the next thing that happened was Mariana came on and she did actually explain herself and what she does and that she has a child which wasn't played up at all. But then all Zach did was look at her and take a big sip of his beer. He,
0: he looked intrigued. Didn't he say he was intrigued by her? I think that's what he said.
1: I expected him to be intimidated.
0: Well, he's not going to say that he's intimidated by by one of the contestants. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> I would love to see my cut away. And I'm going... She's scary.
0: He talks to Mariana, and he does seem quite, like, like rapt or, like... Impressed. He seems impressed by her.
1: She was probably one of the most real characters.
0: She was, and the funny thing is that we were talking about how she looks so much older. She looks old on the show, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean that the rest of the w- women on the show are... In their early 20s And she's the oldest one Amongst them And she
1: Well Lily is 20
0: She is 20 Two years
1: ago She was a teenager There were people Older than her At the Justin Bieber concert The other day
0: Oh that's a scary thought Yep And now we're watching Her date someone On national television Oh Claudia gets her time Claudia's been worrying About the fact that She might not get to Spend any time with Zach And at the very end Of the episode Towards the very end Before the rose ceremony we see a nice little vignette of Claudia and who she is. I feel like she's going to be a front runner. I'm just going to put my money on this now. We see her with her family. She's a real sweetheart. She seems to have a lot of depth to her. She talks about. The fact that she was in an accident.
1: Uh, oh, the, the graphics designer, right?
0: She's the graphics designer, Oh, yeah. sorry.
1: Through that whole thing you were saying, I had no idea who Claudia was. That's how much I'm, I'm invested in these people right now.
0: Well, you need to put a little bit more into this, because we're going to be living this for the next fucking, I don't know how long.
1: This is my life
0: now. This is your life now. I'm sorry. You signed up for it, literally, when you made this account.
1: Oh, I wish I didn't press that I agree button.
0: <laughs> That's consent, Carol. Aww. Do you want to talk about the eliminations? Because some people go home this week. Three of the women go home. God. I cared about them so little that I don't even remember who went home. Uh, Elena, the twerker. She went home. She went home. It was disappointing because she didn't even twerk. Did the butt tattoo girl get through? She did.
1: Ellie, Sloth she Ellie got, got, got through. through. Uh, Charlotte.
0: Charlotte of the three introductions, the one who wanted to rewind all of her introductions, she went home.
1: You know, uh, theoretically, another one went home, but I cannot even.
0: Who did he hug awkwardly at the end and then pat on the back on their way out the door?
1: Dominic Bowden. <laughs> Wait, he patted someone on the back?
0: Yeah, that's what they do. It's what he does when he lets people go. He gives them a hug and sort of gives them a gentle, consolatory pat on the back.
1: Or just a gentle, you
0: yeah, yeah, get out, go on, go. Nudge, go. nudge. Hey, you're mush. done now, you're done. On that note, I think we're probably done for the night. Mm-hmm. Good night, Thorndogs.